Hi there, my name is Tom Bell and welcome to my 5-Minute Friday podcast on the 15th of September. It will soon be autumn. I'm a trainer, author and speaker specialising in patient safety. I lost my sister Alison to suicide after she was groomed and abused in the care of an NHS mental health hospital. And in 2017, I lost my job as an NHS manager after I whistle blew on practices and behaviours that I thought were making things less safe rather than more safe. So um, I want to talk to you about fear and futility, why people do not speak up in the NHS when they see that something is wrong. And this is obviously a very pertinent topic at the moment, isn't it? And what prompted it was um, I was invited to meet a bunch of folks um, earlier in the month from one of the NHS leadership academies, from one of the regional branches. Um, And there was a panel there, you know, the normal thing, the great and the good, the people who've been around since 1066, sitting on the panel and sort of pontificating really about um, why everything's wrong, but why they should still be left in charge of it, which I always find a little bit of a paradox, really, isn't it, you know? Um, And when they ask for questions, as they invariably do, um, I'm not the sort of person to ask tame questions. So I asked the question that was on my mind, and the question itself doesn't matter in many respects maybe I'll say that for another time but the question got really to the heart of the matter and needless to say it went unanswered somebody waffled their way around it and then the the, the session was promptly ended um what was fascinating was not the question what was fascinating was the response I got from other people who people I'd never met before who came up afterwards, half a dozen people I've never met before in my life came up afterwards in at different times of the day, either tapped me on the shoulder or shook my hand and said, really pleased you asked that question. And most of them said they didn't feel they could have asked it themselves. And that's baffling, isn't it? That's rather worrying. We're trying to, and I say we, the royal we, because you and I, whether we work in it or not, we're actually shareholders of the NHS. I sometimes think it would be useful to remind both ourselves and various other people in positions of authority that it is a shareholder-owned company and that you and I, citizens of the UK, are its shareholders, its funders, as well as its customers. And what I found fascinating was that these were well-paid people that were coming up to me afterwards and saying, hey, you know, I'm pleased you said that, but I didn't feel I could say it. Now, I think safe spaces, I think that we, we've got confused. When people talk about this is a safe space, I think what they mean in public sector circles, and certainly what it seems to mean in NHS management circles, is it's an acquiescent space. It's a non-challenging space. It's a space where we listen to the conventional wisdoms and we applaud and thank and hear and give time and space to those people who think the same way that we do but here's the thing the most successful companies in the world they welcome conflict they actually go out of their way to stimulate it to create it in a positive and a contained way because they want people they want people with diverse views with conflicting ideas thoughts coming from different backgrounds with different experiences different lived experience, different professional experience, different learned experience, they value that. And they realize that if you're gonna compete in a highly competitive environment, then your ideas need to be solid before you throw them out there. And I guess for me, perhaps that's one of the things I miss from the private sector. I'm not suggesting for a second, by the way, that the NHS should be privatized in any shape or form, that would be a disaster. But as I've said before, I do think that there has to be room for a vibrant private sector in health and care. 
And the reason for that is that you can't take choice or you can't strip choice out of an economy or a democracy. What you can do, though, is you can learn from it. Um, what the private sector is really good at doing is innovating and creating quality at value. Now, you might say, say that's a contradiction, but I would say anybody who shops in Aldi would know. I'm not standing up for Aldi's ethics. I don't personally don't know what they are. But they would know that you can buy good quality products at reasonable prices because Aldi's got its business model right. I won't go into the whys and wherefores of that. But my point is that where there's no competition and there's no stimulus to improve, the conventional wisdoms just go round and round and round, don't they? And we, we welcome those people who want to maintain the status quo and don't want to rock the boat. So we talk about needing diverse voices, but as soon as we hear those voices, we close them down. And I think the NHS, certainly managers in the NHS and directors and, and, and leaders, uh, if that, and I always feel that's a bit of an oxymoron when you use that when you're talking about the NHS, they need to understand that good things come out of conflict. You know, but if you suppress conflict, just look at what happened in every tragedy that we're talking about in the NHS, whether it's the intentional outcomes of Lucy Letby or the unintentional outcomes emerging from Nottingham maternity units, from Shrewsbury and Telford hospitals, you name it. The list, the list is growing all the time, isn't it? it? These things arise because conflicting views were suppressed. People were silenced. People with alternative views, information and data were silenced. And eventually what happens is this stuff blows up out of control. Far better to embrace the conflict and embrace the views that you might not agree with when you can do something about them than let them run out of control. That's my five minutes well and truly up, isn't it? Uh, if anybody's going there next week, be great to see you at the Patient Safety Congress in Manchester. That's Monday and Tuesday, the 18th and 19th next week. So if you're going, I'll look forward to seeing you there. I have a small presentation slot on the 19th. Have a good weekend. Thank you for listening. Um, and as ever, stay safe, stay sane and stay solvent if you can.